ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Deranged Penguin Podcast. Welcome to it. We're back. We're here for the first time ever. Yeah. Pay no attention to the Did 215 episodes that were previous to this because they're deleted and scrubbed off the internet that I will give you. I mean, you can find them out there. I actually found them. I was listening on like some one of these sites that scrape our, our feed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're here, folks. This is the Deranged Penguin Podcast. Can you hear the age on our vocal cords? Yeah, I can. I, like, I was listening to like a, a one from like five years ago. I sound so young. I'm like a chipmunk or something. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and now, I sound, you know, like I've been through, uh, what is it called? Like a, a chip, uh, chipmunk who smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, folks. Puberty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They call it when your voice Menopause. changes. That's the one. Yeah, that's it. I gray in my beard now. So what can you expect on the show? A little bit of the same, but like more wisery, you know? Like we got some wisdom. Don't don't make I mean I always promises. I had it, but <laughs> I've maybe done, like, Adam's finally caught up. Folks, He's I've in done, his thirties now. I've done some woodworking now, <laughs> you know? Like you always trust a man that's had to cut some wood, you know? Never. That's well, if he has all his fingers, you can trust him. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> so actually, why we why we stopped for so long was because y'all we had to wait for you guys to get in your thirties and gain some gain yeah. some knowledge. Finish the yeah. log cabin that we live in. Uh, yeah, it's a mini one. Uh, so, folks, guess what? I think it's not quite last we left you. I think we last last left. Well, I mean, we're, we're only talking to the people who've listened before. No, I'm just saying, about, you know. About the noobs. I gotta acknowledge them. Like, they're there. The they're noobs. lurking. The noobs. Hello, noobs. Let's talk about the, the election. What do you say? The election. Well, I mean, the new guy coming in. As we record. Whose side are you on? It's, <laughs> you know my kid? She doesn't like the new guy. She's like, I don't like his face. Which, you know what? I don't like Joe, Joe Biden's face either. Yeah. I don't either. What are you gonna do? Um, we try not to look. <laughs> His greatest quality is that he's not Donald Trump. You know, he ri- he literally is like an ex kind of way. He's like, look, I'm not that guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, does any president need a better quality? No, I think not. So tomorrow, uh, January twentieth, twenty twenty one. It seemed like so far away. At lots of different points in time, right? Say like, like a um, week ago. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, also on January twentieth, twenty seventeen, felt like twenty twenty one was gonna be a long time from from now. True um, do you what like place your bets? I guess. Hmm. Do you think hmm. there's gonna be violencia tomorrow? Anywhere. Yeah, we'll go with anywhere. I'm gonna say yes. Dell. Is there going to be violence? Um, I think there will not be. I think that, I think that, no. I think this country is too big that somebody's going to do something. There's what, 400 million people? And then even though a good portion of those people are adults, a lot of them act like children. So I think, you know, somebody's going to do something stupid. And so, yes, I vote yes on violence. Children, <laughs> ch- children with great arsenals. At yeah, their I disposal. Mean, uh, you know, so there was the the like storming of the Capitol. Um, I think we've talked offline, so I know your your thing. But we'll we'll summarize our feelings on there. I thought it was bad. Turns out, um, you know, I, I thought the worst part about it is that it set a precedent that like, hey, this is okay, right? We're not gonna really like condemn it or like you know, show a force, that kind of thing. So I, I think we've kind of encouraged it. And I say we, I mean, meaning like, you know, the entire government, whatever. So I think that that's there's going to be some stuff, even though we have like a bunch of National Guard out there. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I think it, we've invited a little bit of violence, even though, like, was it Ted Cruz out here? Like, yeah, you know, I condemn it, but also stop the steal. You know what I'm saying? Right, guys? High five, right? That's what he's he's doing. So, uh, Del, now do you change your change your vote? Now that I've convinced you, <laughs> have you convinced me that there will be violence? <laughs> no, I think that. Um, what do I threaten you I, personally? Huh? What about that? I don't. <laughs> I don't think that. I really think 
that just the way I've seen things go and people are getting investigated by the FBI and there's a lot of just kind of like an air of question of what is going to happen to these people because all this data got released by parlay of all things. Um, and I think that people without knowing what is going to happen, but the potential for going to federal prison is there. I think that people are probably going to lay pretty low for a little while. So for those of you who don't know what Dell is speaking of when he says parlay, he is not <laughs> invoking the pirates uh, word there. Um, also known as parlor. But Dell, what do you make of what happened on Friday with the guy who had the fake credential or whatever it turned out to be? Uh, and then the woman on Saturday who posed as a capital police officer and then said she was a member of the cabinet and she got taken to the hospital for psychiatric evaluation which of course is how they treat everyone who makes claims like that right what about those people i have not heard i hadn't heard anything about either one of those things there have been attempts still yeah. Where did you hear this? I on the, this on the good old internet. On the national news. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a big breaking news thing. Like, yeah, I mean, neither... Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this broadcast. Neither of them got away with anything. And they were just two people seemingly acting separately. But it does raise the question. It seems like people are out there, you know, trying to see what's going to work. Okay, so I guess the question then, the bet the so you mean like any random person acting completely independently on their own or I mean some not sort of like, like mass will scale? anyone in the world die on on tomorrow's <laughs> date we know that will happen but related to this specifically will there be violence getting dark some you know somebody in maybe a different capital um, in there the United States them, you know yeah That's I know the National Guard in Mississippi has been activated to go up to the Mississippi Capitol. Yes, yeah, so like, before. do you see any shit going which, down like, there? No. Which is what Jackson? Is that what the Capitol? Yeah. yeah. And I don't mean like a fist fight, I right? Briefly, like, I briefly questioned. I was like, is it like Springfield? Something a little like more. Four of capitals like named Springfield. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> cities. I don't know about capitals. I don't know, man. I don't know, y'all. Maybe uh, there will be. All right. So I'll say I don't know. My, I still vote no. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm an optimist. What can I say? Aren't you just? So, like, uh, I mean, uh, compounding all this issue, right, I, I read, you know, uh, today, or is it the other day, about, like, how San Antonio, right, city uh, HQ here for the show, has, like, reached, you know, a ridiculous number of COVID cases. Um, like, basically, anybody who shows up to this inauguration, I think, is already being a little risky. And, yeah, you can wear a lot of masks and whatever, and I think, um, you know, it, it does slow the spread, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I just think anybody that's out there at the inauguration, you know, that wasn't specifically invited to be there is a little suspect in my view. I mean, is there even going to be something they can attend? Like regular people? I don't know about that. I know they put like a, a lot of flags out there to represent all the people that couldn't attend or something like that. I, don't, I didn't really understand what the flags were. I feel like that was kind of a waste of money putting flags everywhere, <laughs> but I guess. I saw a lot of flags. Like, yeah, I don't know. The parade is canceled and the luncheon is canceled. Big flag. So, yeah. Big bucks there. Where's big flag? Blobby? So, yeah, if anybody shows up who wasn't invited, <laughs> kind of weird. What are you doing? Uh, you know, so like uh, apparently Donnie Trump ain't even going to show up. He is nah. that, he's that petty. Yeah, but see, do you see that as petty? Or if you're like me, <laughs> you think he knows Conspiracy. something. <laughs> and um, they gave him the wink, wink, stay away. Yeah, I mean. Because it's going down. It could be that. But I also feel like, if look, if it were me, right, write this down. Somebody write this I'm down. I'm not writing so it down. So that way you know. You will it, not when tell I me what to write. perform a coup over anything, right? I'm going to be there. I don't want it to be like, ha, switch the feed over to me. And then like, you know, like the that's, joke. And that's the problem with your brand of narcissism is like, <laughs> you have to witness it. You know, uh, it's me who's taking over your broadcast. That's why like, you'll you know, never reach the top. 
That's why I'm coo in training. Yeah, I'm in training. I downloaded it from uh, LinkedIn Learning, actually. How to coo. A cooey. Yeah. <laughs> you trying I'm to so glad that he's not going to be there. He's leaving early in the morning tomorrow is what I read For today. a reason. Dude. Yeah. You know, I don't I feel sad for the guy. just I, that bad of a loser. He's an awful dude. He's always is. been an awful dude, etc., etc. But... You know, I was reading today about how he's getting his little send off. He's like, Yeah, give me a red carpet, give me an aeroplane, you know, give me all set up. He wanted go. a military send off. Yeah, whatever. Whatever that means. That's what I'm I just you know, he's like sending out the invites and then nobody's RSVPing. That makes me a little uncomfortable. Like I, I just kinda feel like a little <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the guy. <laughs> oh my God. You feel sorry for Trump? I'm no just I mean <laughs> no. I just, uh, those kinds of situations make me uncomfortable. Like, like this is nobody RSVP. <laughs> ultimate Schadenfreude for me. Like, is that every, German th- everybody there, huh? has taken their toys and is going home. Like, nobody is is even acknowledging him anymore, hardly. And I love it, man. I love it. I think it's amazing. Very few people were acknowledging him at the beginning of this thing, right? The, you know, four years ago to the day, it was sparsely attended. And he was like, let me get like the big names out here. You know, he was like reaching out to, I don't know what his first choice was. But let's just say he's like, all right, Beyonce, are you coming? She's like, hell no. And so they had to go down to the like second, the runner up, like America's Got Talent person. <laughs> Bo Bice's brother for an inauguration. <laughs> I mean, they're just ridiculous. It's like you got to get second, third tier. You know what I mean, it just—it's crazy. But uh, the silence doesn't mean anything to me because, as we all know, it's not what you say that matters. It's what they do. Oh, you sound like right. a coach. I saw that in like three tweets. It was like the guy was like, "WD is greater than WS." Like. Uh, you know, well done is better than well said. You know what I mean? Am I getting you hyped? No, I'm Are not. Are you ready to deliver? I'm just, you ready uh, to get your head in the game? No, I'm not. It's out of the game. Uh, my point Check is, right all yeah. all for all the Republicans who are silent and not outwardly supporting him, there's still, how many of them voted that are still believed that the election results are fraudulent? Too many. Do they really? Or are they just posturing? Or willing to support it? Yeah, exactly. Either way. And that's worse in a lot of ways. Yeah, exactly. What's what's in their heart doesn't matter, but what they're acting on. Yeah, I mean, I agree there. I think a lot of these dudes, I hear that a lot of them are like reaching out, trying to get some pardons. He's like, hey, man, let me get one of those pardons before you get out. Because I said, stop the steal. He's making, he's like making money off of this. Yeah, he is. A a paywall to talk to Trump about getting a pardon. Dude, it's very much selling indulgences. Yeah, totally. As the the Pope, you know. (laughs) I I will say, the history nerd uh, in me, which is about 98% of me, uh, you know, I was always kind of wondering, like, what was that like to live during those times? You know, I said to y'all before, um, if there was any benefit to uh the coup attempt the insurrection attempt was that i gotta see one you know like it's something that was only in history books and Sweet. i'm like fucking insurrection yes. right here guys right Bucket now it's list. happening i mean yeah check like, that off never saw one like, <laughs> 10 percent, burn it all down sure yeah. but uh you ever, <laughs> well, I mean, if you <laughs> ever want to know what it was like to live in like venezuela or you well, know yeah. somewhere like that it's like you go cool. to the zoo now you, now and you like, get a little bit of a picture of that like there this is bad that there's a tiger here in a cage but look right there not 50 but, feet whoa. from me there's a giant ass tiger right you know silver linings man <laughs> so history who's the optimist is. now yeah Okay. I'm just an appreciator. You what know? is sad is that we are halfway through this discussion, mm. and we're talking about Trump. Donald Trump. The well, whole I mean, damn time. We should be talking about the fact that tomorrow is an historic inauguration because Kamala Harris is the first woman and the first black American and the first South Asian American to be elected <sighs> vice president. I ever in the history of sure, the United States. Sure. Look, not not to downgrade or denigrate it, but let me get on my denigration suit. 
and say nobody voted for Kamala. I mean, I, gone I don't know. With, the optimism is gone so fast. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Done. I, just, I didn't. Vote and that's for, the problem. That would have been the same thing if Hillary had won. Like, yeah, just not Donald Trump. Well, no, I mean, I can tell you, I wasn't excited about voting for Hillary Clinton. So when they were like, some people actually voted against, they voted for Donald Trump. I mean, maybe they're not smart, whatever. I don't know their reasoning, but I can see you look at Hillary Clinton and be like, uh, do I have to? You know, like all the other things. Yes, she's a woman. I was excited for that for like my daughter to be like, hey, look, there's somebody is a woman, first woman president. Hey, there's her. Look up. Those things are cool, right? I mean, as silly as like Wonder Woman is, right? I think it's kind of dumb. My kid's like, look, Wonder Woman. That's cool, right? So those kind of things, they're important, right? But um, I, I I don't know that. I'd like to see Kamala Harris run for president, right? And see, like, that would be an accomplishment because it's not like Dang, a, it's not like a just backdoor. Said, You're just VP, Kamala. <laughs> you ain't did shit. There was a whole comedy <laughs> show on it, right? I mean, you're not, right? I could do that. When I voted for Obama, <laughs> Dewice, I did not vote for Biden. I didn't. I couldn't give it about Biden. You know what I mean, like, I don't care. I just he didn't do anything. He's he doesn't do anything as a vice president. You just kind of. I don't know. Pence don't has done a president. lot of well, heavy lifting. That's good. Well, I mean, uh, we've seen what a VP really can do. The two times that we've seen a powerful vice president have been with incompetent Republican presidents, right? So, I mean, I guess that the next Republican person that comes, you know, to to uh, on the ticket, then take a close look at the VP, I guess. But, I mean, it's, that doesn't matter so much to me. I mean, you know. I remember hearing Al Gore's name pretty regularly. Just because you hear stuff. his name doesn't mean he's doing anything. Well, I'm just saying that, like, I, I do. I agree with you that Notorious it depends on. Skinny Dipper. You should have read the. You should have clicked <laughs> the link. It it does depend on the president, I think, and I think that there's a chance here. I think we talked about this, maybe not. I think we did for Biden to let Kamala really kind of share his stuff and shine and carry a lot more. I'm not sure that he's that interested in any of this. You know, I think that it was to stop Trump at all costs. You know. I'm hoping that's what it turns out to. And I, I hope that he retires in the middle of it and lets her take over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he gets in he's like, thanks, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> All right, be, I did my that part. Be, that's certainly going to be interesting. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that, like, for it to be, it is historic, right? Kamala Harris, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the real thing is when we vote a uh, a woman president in, that would be the big thing, right? Uh, getting the vice president in, like I said, it's, it's like a side accomplishment. It's like it's like a backdoor entry. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, that's about as far as I'll go. I don't want her to be the main one. I'll vote her the second one. You know what I mean? Like if, if we're like measuring racial well, That's how we build the callus. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's that what it is, really. It's we'll desensitizing people. But it's just sad. I mean, you're right. Like, I don't know if I would have voted for her if the circumstances She's were different. Cop, we had other options. But... um. <laughs> It's just kind of sad. Like uh, I was organizing uh, some like newsletter stuff for yeah. a work thing, and it was a, it was supposed to be about women. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Oh, we should definitely include this in there. Yeah. That's big stuff." And it was it was like it was controversial for a moment. Like we had to get some extra approval, and the unspoken reason was, "Well, we don't really know if it's legit yet, right?" What? Like, <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't talk about this until we're absolutely sure. I'm like, again, it's just that that's the it's Trump and all the craziness just casting this huge shadow over all these other important things. Like Biden has the most diverse cabinet in history, like tons of firsts in that group of people of color and women holding positions they've never had before. And again, I don't know about these people. I don't know how great they are. Maybe they were better candidates. I don't know. But the point is, again, it's a pretty big deal. It should be, but we're we're not even able to focus on it. Yeah, I, I think when I was a little bit younger, I put a little bit more stock in those things, and I thought that those 
Well, like more like it meant something, you know what I mean? And I think now I'm just more cynical or something. I, you know, like I said, I, there's been a lot of say, well, we'll just use Barack Obama, right? First black president. Huge deal, right? Huge deal. You watch your mouth. Yeah. It also sparked this racial backlash that brought us Donald Trump. It also, like, like if you look at Barack Obama's policies, you know, I maybe didn't agree with a lot of them. Like, the ones, you know, were drone striking people. He did a lot of stuff that if it were just a regular white dude, right, regular, you know, run-of-the-mill U.S. president that we've seen, right, like maybe post-beard, post-sideburn president, uh, you know, pre-Bluetooth president, any one of those guys, uh, it'd be like, yeah, this is bad that he did this awful stuff here, you know what I mean? Uh, but because he was, you know, the first, whatever, it, it kind of covers that up a little bit. And then even more so, now that Donald Trump's there, you know, he was just set a new low that Biden could do. Yeah, he's very centrist, right? A lot of uh, lefty people are like, yeah, diverse candidate, uh, diverse uh, cabinet. But a lot of these policies are the same policies we got with Clinton. A lot of them were the same one with uh, Obama. A lot of them are like kowtowing to the Republicans. We're not really winning a whole lot here. We're not making the progress we'd like to see. But it looks like it because we're not petty loser like Donald Trump, right? That that's <laughs> so right. to me. You know what I'm saying? I totally think all those representation things are super important. But you know that doesn't mean we get it stopped. I don't know what we do to it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm not making a recommendation. I just sure. don't know what to do. I don't know how much we celebrate it or how much we note it down. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that kind of stuff. So on that subject, what what do you expect to see or hope to see tomorrow? Like once they get in office, first day, first week. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see a nice stimulus check hit the account, <laughs> like pretty much. <laughs> Like as soon as he like, I guess he's like, you know, I vow to execute the office of the president. And Adam, here comes your fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, wink. That's what I'd like to see. That would be great. Let's get. I mean, we let's make the stereotypes. I love black people. The whole quote fits. let's make the stereotypes mean something, right? Like you know, Republican president, Republicans, they stick right to the their you know the script they're like hey when we're out we block it we look at the deficit when we're in we warmonger right military spending you know hoorah and you know so let's let's hey let's hand out some money let's give some government handouts you know what i mean let's make that happen a little bit because i'm excited for that you know <laughs> little stimulus little uh little repar reparations you know what i mean uh i don't know if that was on the list but let's sure. make let's put it on the <laughs> list call up kamala uh, and then what else we got? The uh, uh, student, student loans. loans. Let's wipe those yeah. out. What's Let's up? get that down to zero. That would be nice. Yeah. I want, um, honestly, I've said this to you guys outside of this, but I want him to immediately, like, cancel every executive order that Trump has signed. Like, yes. just cancel them. Yeah, scrap whatever. all that. Scrap them. Scrap it all. And then, but really, in general, I... I hope that he is the centrist that everybody claims him to be. And I hope that he, that all the fear from all these people that, oh God, we have a Democrat House, Senate, and president, they're going to just take it all the way. We're going to be socialism, blah, 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 blah. That maybe we just like find some balance and they do things that are clearly focused on things that are clearly good for everyone and show that hey we we can do this you know we can like bring together and find a middle ground again and then slowly move the it's a slow process like the the world the the country people's minds change very slowly you know and about things uh usually it takes a generation or two for for a mindset to change and so i just hope that he can help create a sense of like like depolarize things a little bit you know yeah i mean i don't know how much that's gonna happen just because um like i don't know that i think a lot of the polarization came from like racial resentment 
And that's the stuff that, while it has changed, right? I mean, you could say, yeah, I mean, it's not, we don't have slavery anymore. We don't have Jim Crow anymore. But Jim Crow was a, well, 60-year thing. You know what I mean? And since it's since it was, like, legally removed, like, forcibly removed, right? Um, It's still a thing, right? And I think a lot of the backlash, a lot of polarization, as you're saying, came from, from that place. Consider this, right? Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Celebrate his birthday. You had a lot of these Republicans who voted for or were in favor of either not celebrating his day as a holiday, right? Like Arizona had to be forced to it by the NFL. <laughs> the NFL was like, look, if you don't if you don't acknowledge this day, we're not going to give you the Super Bowl, right? And even then it was kind of half like, we'll do like, uh, a lot of states were like, we'll do Martin Luther King, also Robert E. Lee Day. How about that? Um, and then, you know, like uh, the, uh, the repealing of the Voting Rights Act, um, was not really repealed, but it was like basically slashed and burned by the Supreme Court. Uh, they're like, yeah, it's not really racism anymore, was their argument. And then immediately, all these states that had, that were under these, uh, that uh, was a uh, decree, what is it called? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Basically had to get any voting lo- any voting laws changed uh, under the, the, the ruling of the Voting Rights Act. They were like, uh, yeah, here's uh, some, <laughs> here's some voter suppression laws, right? Just immediately, as soon as it was like, they were just waiting. Just they couldn't. Their toes were on the line. They were sneaking forward. Like, can we do it? Can we? Can we? Re- can we not allow black people to vote now? Can we do some poll taxes now? Yes, let's do it immediately. So, right. I, I mean, but I'm the not thing that is, is that is that that. So, like, when you have so if the completely democrat controlled government start shoving a bunch of stuff down their throats, down everybody's throats, because they can, all that does is fuel the resentment, and there's a backlash again like Trump, right? Until you can have some measure of, like, I trust you a little bit so I can listen to you a little bit more, can can you really start to have the conversation about, okay, here's things we can all agree on, right? Let's all do that, and let's all have good feelings about it. Now... What about this? You know, this is kind of like, you know, instead of saying being dogmatic and saying this is wrong and the way you think is wrong and you're wrong for thinking this, you know, educating and having a conversation about it, I think, is a better way. Ultimately, I mean, we can do things, but then those things might be undone or there might be a new level of oppression that comes up later on. You know, Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is like. I, I see what you're saying there. And I, I just, my only issue with that, right, is that if you talk to the people, right, I mean, that was the basis of it. They're like, that's great, but I don't want to be compromised on my, what I figure are my inalienable rights here, you know? I wanted to be, I want to be treated like a full person. I want to have rights to go to school. I want to have rights to vote. I want to be able to eat a sandwich. I want to be able to get some housing. I want to be, not have to live in the slum and not be allowed to live in any part of the town. I want to be treated like a full citizen, right? Sure. And so to them, the thought, and I know this is not what you're saying, but to them, the the thought, or or even the the notion that like, hey, maybe we can just compromise, change some minds before we get to that point. We can't just allow you to live anywhere. Not right now, right? Let's let's wait a little bit. That is, it's not something that anybody wants to swallow right now. Uh, Gina, what do you expect or what do you want from this next administration I'll take I'll take your order and take it over to Biden. So. Mm. Uh, I mean, everything y'all said, agreed. It's on my list too. And then also immigration reform and no saying, kids in you're cages. Saying, and saying you don't want me around? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, let's get that straightened <laughs> out. Whatever, <laughs> whatever gets you back where you belong. Yeah. Um, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's why you had my bags packed. I got it. Just, oh, it's just man. called preparation. Um, Optimism. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I, I think those are my initial expectations. Yeah, I think to 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 me, because I, I see what you're saying, Dale. Like. I think there's a lot of, uh, like, the tools that were used to enact a lot of change, um, they they felt like, as you're saying, they were not part of the original agreement. It's like, what, all of a sudden we're using the Supreme Court 
to kind of change laws around here. And so then the Republican strategy was like, okay, we need to get the Supreme Court because that's where the real laws are made, right? And that's kind of been the strategy since. Um, or like we need to get that and the presidency because, you know, we can enact these executive orders. I think everybody kind of sees that now that it's pretty much like Obama couldn't get anything through the through Congress, so he enacted a lot of executive orders that were then repealed by, you know, um, Trump, and then he's going to repeal those, Biden's going to repeal those, and so it's not really tenable. It's not really something that you can kind of maintain. And so I see that idea as like, hey, let's get back to a to a normal cadence, but I don't think you can do that once you, like, I liken it to college football, right? Once everybody knows you can go fast and you can play fast, you can play no huddle, there's not a whole lot of teams huddling now. There, it's just we're beyond that. It's a new – you have to play in this new era. Nick Saban said, I can't. I can either complain that everybody's playing super fast or we can adapt to it, and he decided to adapt to it, and that's how he won his, you know, the next – what two uh right gina you're a big fan of college football oh yeah <laughs> my my point is that like it, it, as much you can't go back right you can't say you know what i hate that the nba is shooting threes all the time it's just not it, now that's the thing the thing that you have to do is shoot threes now so i think um what needs to be done is to figure out a way to to wield the power with the tools that are there nah. call me an optimist i guess <laughs> <laughs> So before we move on from Biden, if that's happening. Um, Dang, Gina hates Biden. What? This just an observation. Today they held a um, ceremony for the COVID victims, the those who have died thus far during the pandemic in the U.S. at the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like with Biden, uh, like a lot of people have already said, we can expect – to see the return of decorum. You guys have any Humanity. thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I Excited think that stuff's about good. It, I, relieved. I think that's the kind of stuff that I want to see him bring back a sense of like honor and, you know, and like <laughs> we are different than a third world country, you know. We are different than North Korea, you know. We are different than uh a country full of warring factions or we hold ourselves to that. Right. We strive towards that. And we don't, I don't know. I guess we're not better than that. You know, we're not better. Like, like we've yeah, had I'm with that you conversation on strive, before. Maybe strive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> we're not, we have achieved that before we have been there seemingly. Right. Like at least in, but there was just such a debasement of what it means to be president, what it means to like do whatever you want, basically. And I'm the one in control. And so I'm going to do whatever I want sort of thing. And there has to be a measure of restraint. I think Biden is a good example of restraint. I hope. Yeah. Just to to take off on your point, I think what it is has been a stress test, right? We've, I mean, I think some people have argued that a democracy was broken. It literally was broken. But I think that it's been um, stressed. And that's, I mean, you can learn something from it. Or you can just say, well, too bad, too late. I'm just going to get mine. And uh, I think, you know, the people that are concerned, like, hey, it was better. I think a lot of that, like you're saying, is that we perceived it to be better, perceived it to be stronger. I think a lot of people that say say this is something that we need to maintain. It's a garden we need to tend to, right? We, if we don't, then it, the next time it breaks, right? The next time a more capable Donald Trump like figure takes over, right? Who's not a bumbling fool, who is a little bit more charismatic and a better politician, right? And so then, you know, I don't know. That's what some people are like. Yeah, I'm more afraid of Ted Cruz or something like that because he's smarter and he's not an idiot. And he's he's learned something from Donald Trump, right? That kind of stuff. He learned something from Donald Trump. He's an idiot, but <laughs> well, I mean, you see, what I'm saying? he's more like, cunning. Yeah. yeah, that that's what that that's the scary part there. And so, I mean, for me, um, I, I you know, I take your point that like I don't know that we're ever gonna see it the same way in the same way, right? Once Nixon broke the trust of the presidency, like faith in power 
power structures fell and it hasn't really been replaced. And, you know, all the people in charge haven't really done a great job of kind of, you know, repairing that reputation. Uh, This was Trump was coming because you could see uh, what's her face from Alaska. What was her name, Gina? Sarah. (laughs) Sarah Palin. (laughs) I was like, like, how, (laughs) who is this clown? How is she? Right. And even before that, right, you had like Jesse Ventura. Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor. Like, a lot of these are like, yeah, it's a popularity contest, but how did they become governor? Didn't we used to think that maybe, you know, like, little things like that, you're starting to say, wait, maybe you can just get in here and and muck about, right? Uh, Maybe our our norms aren't as strong. We we always thought the party would hold, you know, like, eliminate silly candidates, but turns out it didn't. Here's Donald Trump kicking everybody's ass on the way to the presidency. Um, you know, I was laughing at all the Republicans until I was like, who would vote for this guy? It's crazy that he's even up here on stage with a real candidate in Hillary Clinton. And then, you know, November, was it 4th, uh, 2016 came around and I felt like an idiot. Like, wow, people really voted for this guy. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so it at least changes for a moment tomorrow. I guess as you're listening to this, you're probably going to listen to the show and not really watch it uh, (laughs) because you guys are loyal fans like that, and we appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be tuning back in to the news. I gave myself a break since the 6th because it was too much, but um, tomorrow, all day long, to see who wins the bet, right? (laughs) (laughs) Getting paid. Is there violence? Is there violence? (laughs) Gina, uh, I hear you read some books. I want to talk about your book list. Tell so, me about your book list. So, um, yeah, I've been reading some Harlan Coben books. I don't what know if a, you guys are familiar. He's, yeah. he's an author, and he writes, like, crime mystery novels. So Trash if you're novel. into, like, the uh, Michael Connelly or John Grisham type stuff, uh, stuff like that, it... Well, while you gather your thought there, let me just tell you how we got on this guy. Uh, I how wanted did to we buy get on this guy? I wanted to buy some sheet music, and I was like, let me just go to Half Price Book. Let's mask up, whatever. Oh, and yes. uh, I was like looking to see if they had any sheet music in there. Just to, I was like, let me, let me just play a little Chopin, you know, just <laughs> knock that out. Um, so I was just like looking around in there, and I was like, hey, do you want to grab a book? I was trying to read Moby Dick on like digitally. But it was getting a little annoying staring at the screens all the time. I was like, let me just get the hardcover, right? Old ass Moby Dick. And so I found it. It was like five bucks. That's what she said. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, hey, do you want want a book or something silly? It had a shiny bright cover. So we judged that book by said cover. And uh, it was a Harlan Coben book. It was called what? The Runaway or Runaway or something? Yeah. So that's how we got it, right? It was just kind of like, this is fine. came out last year. Or to turn off your brain as you know you wind down from work. So, uh, are they good? Are they bad? What you do we know, know about it? I just finished my second of his novels. the The first was from 2019. The second I read, Stay Close, he wrote in 2012. And then we've also watched a couple of shows that were written by him and are now on Netflix. And I'm I'm gonna say they're not great. <laughs> But they're definitely they they check the box of mindless mindless reading. Like if you just want to zone out for a little bit and read something quick and easy, like it's no infinite jest. You don't need your dictionary handy. You'll kind of breeze right through it. But <laughs> after you read one, once you get into the second, you immediately see he's got a formula, and you'll see a lot of recurring things with his characters, and and then there he's he shows his age in his writing sometimes and it kind of takes you out of what you're reading. Like there was a scene where people are fighting and then he's trying to, you know, paint the picture in your mind of people on the street recording with their phones, getting this on video. And he's like with their smartphone recording devices. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) How did that make through editing, make it through editing? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, should I stop reading now? (laughs) When she said that, I was like, she like pointed that out and I was like, when was that book's probably written? Like, I don't know what, 2007 or something like that. So it was kind of new. And she was like, no, it was written 2019. Yeah. I was like, no excuse for that. 
but you know, it's it's easy reading. It, it sure was because like I started, I, like I finished mysteries. it in like a day. I was like, this is it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, after I read it, I was like, this feels like something that we watch. And then Gina was like, yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, there was well, that show wasn't on Netflix. Another, I guess. There's a show based on another one of his novels on Netflix. Turns out we had watched that. And I was like, yeah, there was like some of the same Similar things in there. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even the same kind of characters. And then uh, there's another show called The Five on Netflix. Yeah. We started watching that. And I was like, this draws a lot from the same. I was like, that second book, is there the same this and the that and the this? And she's like, yeah, there is. And I was like, wow, good. That guy just has a template, just cranks these yeah. out. Yeah, and he's wrote a yeah. ton of books. Because when I read the first one that we found at Half Price, I thought, maybe, oh, have I discovered someone new? And, you know, you flip to the second page or whatever, and there's, like, a list of 40 other books he's written. I'm like, oh, he's just been cranking this stuff out. Yeah, I remember you oh, saying, Gino was saying, this. like, how do they write so many books like this? That They must be just super prolific. Just how do they come up with so many ideas? Well, it turns out it's just, like, two ideas, and he just kind of... Yeah, he's got a hat full of boom, names boom, and a hat full boom. of... Maybe five <laughs> plot ideas, and you just switch them around. But yep. if you're a fan of Michael C. Hall from Dexter, good news for you. He's in one of those series, like, and he has a fake British accent. It's not too terrible. Also, uh, he's going to be coming back with Dexter 10 years More later. More Dexter? Yeah, they said. I he already like, finished it the first time. Well, a, a lot of people said that the finale was terrible, right? And he said they're, they're just going to rectify that. And they try to do over? Sort of. They're not going to retcon anything. It's going to be in in continuity. So there you go. For you, Dexter, Michael C. Hall. Just leave it alone. Like, new ideas, guys. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't Star Wars it. Right? Uh, my, what is it? The guy in Coben, right? If you like Harlan Coben. How do you spell Coben? C-O-B-E-N? Yes. Right. Del, you read anything good? Last thing I read that I really enjoyed was is called Long Way to Small Angry Planet. What? Long Way, The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Go by on. Be- Becky Chambers. And it's a um it's I guess sci-fi technically because it takes place in space, but I thought it was really cool. Um it's really thoughtful th- thoughtfully written especially from a, like an anthropological standpoint of like interacting with alien species and, and, and innate prejudices that come with that, you know, because they, their structures are of living life are different than, than ours. It was interesting and timely um, and really well-written. I thought Um, her, one of her parents was a rocket scientist and the other one's like an astrophysicist. So she, so all the like science and science fiction stuff is pretty legit too. Um, See, that just makes me feel bad because like my parents are just kind of regular people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inadequate. <laughs> yeah. like if, I start, if I start writing some science fiction stuff, they'd be like, "That ain't that wouldn't work there, buddy." You know? <laughs> it's actually impossible. <laughs> it's also a very easy kind of breezy read. It's not like tech technical and deep and you know it's enjoyable light reading but with some some meat there uh yeah i've been reading moby dick i read jada's book dude why would you read moby dick why not it seems like infinite jest times a billion in in terms of (laughs) unenjoyableness to read look everybody loves the prose of 1851 right (laughs) (laughs) You know, that, that gets no you out of your it was like it's you know the phrasing is real Dude. let's say not of our time and so you, you know say that you yeah know, <laughs> like, what does that mean you you kind of like google that phrase and it's like oh he means he was hungry that's what he meant it's you know? almost 200 <laughs> years old yeah yeah sure man um and and it's long as shit right 500 pages or something yeah yeah uh, you know, it's a great American novel. You got to read the great American novels. In the words of Timon or Pumbaa, like, <laughs> leave the past like, behind you. You can pick short ones, though, man, like right? some Hemingway or... The great American novelette, you know, novella. <laughs> great American poem. Yeesh. Walden. 
I I try to read them. Some of those are boring. They, those bore me. I have a lot of the classics. I just gotta plow my way through them. I gotta say, not super amazing to me. I don't have that. I don't, you know like I have friends that are English majors, and I really don't get them. A lot of English majors. You don't get in my English majors. Yeah. Okay. They just really <laughs> quote at each other. They're they're really just doing what I do, but about old shit. You know. So you don't like it because you don't know. What no, they're no, no, no. It's not that. It's like I hear them making these references. I'm like, okay, let me see what they're talking about. I'm like, oh, just because that guy did that. That's what you guys are talking about. So when I just say, hey, it's like Pulp Fiction, you're like, yeah, but this is like Wuthering Heights. There's no <laughs> difference between what we're doing, you know, except. One guy did it thousands of years ago. One guy just did it in 1995, you know, 94. That's yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It, that's all it is. And thousands of years ago was his 95, you know what I mean? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, really was a Tarantino of the 1848s. <laughs> we talked about this. Have y'all read Old Man in the Sea? Said the N-word so many times. <laughs> Um, Probably, but that was just his servant. <laughs> um, what? The old, old man, man the sea. old man in the sea. I yeah, that's Gina's that's also. Right. Uh, you don't like it, Adam? Gina? No, Gina didn't like. She didn't like Hemingway, yeah. and everybody right. says that, right? Hemingway is a very dude, dude. writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. I like. I, I've began. Was it the sun also rises? Like four times. I've made it. Like I've never read all the way through it, and so then I never feel like picking it up where I left off. I'm like, I'll just start it again. So I started it four times. I always enjoy it. Like I enjoy reading it. It's breezy. I think I've read it through once. Um, you know, he, I like the way he writes. I've tried to, I don't want to say like a, to write like Hemingway, but I try to incorporate that. You know, he was famously a, like a correspondent. So he would be, um, what is it? Uh, Corresponding. Judicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's also stupid, right? Like <laughs> the White House correspondence, whatever. It's a thing where they just write like, yeah, this is what happened. They just wrote you a letter and then send it off. They just That's all they're doing. Here I am here. It's cold. I can and do that And that guy was real crazy today. <laughs> Put it in the mail and sent it off. And that's why they call them dispatches because they literally were dispatched. They would send it off. It would take like four days to get to you. And like, what the hell happened four days ago? Somebody was being crazy. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> that was it. That's how you did the news. <laughs> It's silly to say correspondent when the guy's just, you know, like, yep, right now I'm in the Rose Garden and he's finna talk. <laughs> that's, that's. Hey, somebody's got to do it. You don't need anybody to do it. Somebody's got to do, do it. What do they do? <laughs> All right. I get off that. Um, yeah, I've been trying to read some, some old shit. Old books. So speaking of history and you kind of. <laughs> touched on it earlier a little bit but uh i was going to talk about it a little bit more yesterday was mlk day which i submit we we call mlkj day and then after that submission i submit we call it mkj day and i'll explain that in a minute but uh i was gonna say inside joke but i'll share it with y'all on the outside I, I left, I had some notes here about New Year's resolutions mm. and I forgot to change them, mm. but I changed the heading to MLK J Day and I left the sub notes the same and I think they still work. So <laughs> MLK J Day, is that still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get it. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so... Uh, I'm changing my focus on my resolutions for MLK Day. Well, How about can, you guys? Can I go back to them? This is the first time that I think a lot of people had it as a day off, right? Like an official holiday. That was an aggressive Usu gesture yeah. you just made. Usually people have been just like, eh, Martin Luther King Day, and then it just kind of tells how how you know progressive your organization was. A lot of them like, yeah, we don't. We'll just give it to you like as a volunteer day, a day of service, kind of like do something, but you still should be working, right? Now everybody's like, oh, I forgot that we have this day off. It's so it's kind of a new thing. I know a lot of people had would take it off, like you would just go, but now you kind of get it. I expect that we're gonna see a lot of more mattresses sold on this day. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what I mean, random business is gonna them, be right? like. Wait, random business is gonna be like this is gonna be our thing. We're gonna sell be a, big a lot of washers. Day. You know, a lot of washers gonna be sold because it's black. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so like black coffee only and, 
Never mind. I'm not <laughs> gonna say more things. <laughs> uh, did y'all know? And I learned this from some lame <laughs> CNN article mm-hmm. um, that his name was actually Michael King Jr. and his father's name was Michael King. I I did really? not know that is true. I still don't know that if that is true. Uh, my source of truth here is you. They told me so, and I checked it. I confirmed it on the Wikipedia. So unless the, somebody rewrote that in the time before I read it, which is possible. Uh, yeah, his dad was Michael, and then he became a preacher, like, in the 30s, and then he was inspired on a trip to Germany to Mm. change his name to Martin Luther, and... After the famous singer, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Preacher? The guy that Um, wrote his thesis and then stapled them to a wall. Which yeah, is how I turned into and all so then his pieces. son at birth was named after his father, so he was named Michael Junior. Mike King, but then he went by Martin Luther King too. So one, I'm bothered. Like, did they make this like legit? Was it like Michael Junior came of age, and then he's like, "Today's the day you change your name, son. You're taking after me in the preaching business." Now you're, or was it just like <laughs> call me that? But it's not. Was it legal? Man, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious of these things also. Because if it isn't, I'm not calling him that anymore. <laughs> Just <Nothing>. saying. MLK, <laughs> you're calling him MK? Yes, J. MK, J Day. He's still a junior. That part's legitimate. I mean, I'm with you there. I don't know. It, it, the people need to know. But in that, like, King. I mean, <laughs> in that call, it's like, like Prince. His name wasn't Prince. Yeah, like, right. It's like a stage name. Yeah, the stage so name. it was his stage he, name. I think he yeah. legally changed his name though, because well, remember when he did. changed it legally uh, to, to that artist. symbol? Formal, yeah, right. So right. Prince is the bad. Yeah, his stuff was you know, legit. But, you know, like I don't, don't know. you throw like Cat Stevens, like Yusuf, whatever his name is, and Muhammad Ali. Mm. Well, Muhammad Ali did change his name. Oh, we're talking about people who just became yeah ubiquitous with another name. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't know if we can go find paperwork in I don't know Alabama somewhere. It says like yeah. The people need to know. Maybe it says Mikey King doing business as Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know. <laughs> his, his LLC. <laughs> <laughs> his, I'm, but, uh, I'm making an LLC for myself. It's only ten bucks. You can find a DBA. You know, it's the fictitious name four times. <laughs> yeah. For what? What are you? What's your? Uh, the coffee consulting thing that I started before I took over Lee's, then Midnight Revel. This and podcast brought to you by Lee's Coffee and what Tea. Else, what else? Lee's Coffee and Tea and Crossroads Coffee Roasters. And Coming soon to a market near you. Organized they sell dream. only black coffee on MLKJ Day. <laughs> Don't ask for no damn cream. No cream. <laughs> You're lucky they ain't no newspaper there. They'll put you on the front page. Local we got our, our first single coming out Friday, Organized Grime. Mm. I pronounce it Green. Gourmet. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I think, uh, do you have any more notes in your little notepad? Yeah. Del, you have I thought you, notes? did you finish your list? Did yeah, you your list? Del, you I'm wrapping it. Nope. All right. So as My we notes near are the done. Yeah, as we near the end, I'll just say we. Uh, I saw somebody recommend Lupin. Uh, Lupin. Uh, it's a French language sh- show on Netflix. It's subtitled, right? So you could read it. You read along to the fun. It's like you know. I we don't, I, we don't no. read our TV shows here in Mississippi. <laughs> in Mississippi, we we watch them build the houses on TV. Um, so. Uh, that's a little bit of Louisiana there, huh? Yeah, little, I don't know what that was. It was a little, a little sling, ba- sling blade. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's he say? He's just like randomly guessing his sound. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> well. Yeah, so uh, no, I was watching Lupin. It, I've been on record in that I don't understand French. Like, I don't get how. It just feels like they're doing a joke a bit, right? Because, like, like Italian, you read Italian, it's pronounced the way it's spelled. You read Spanish, pronounced the way it's spelt. Uh, and then you're like, English is weird. It's because English is so heavily, heavily influenced by French 
which is and pronounced other languages. not how it, like it's spelled, right? That's basically it. It's like when we say foreign, that they're in, you know, all that is just when you say garbage. Yeah, those are just weird Frenchisms. When you say savory, you know, weird French names, French sounds. And uh, but I had renewed faith in myself, I guess, watching it because I could kind of hear it. I'm like, oh, he's just saying that. And then I hear them say stuff like whatever, like buku. You know, everybody says buku, whatever, like a lot. It just it just means French for much or many or a lot or whatever. Anyway, it's also <laughs> not a terrible Netflix show, but you do have to read it. So there's my recommendation for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks. I was going to say it in <laughs> French, but I, I gave up. I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to say it. Gentlemen. Oh, no, me either. I don't remember that <laughs> word. Oh, I suck I mean, at pronouncing French. Um. It's so difficult. Um. Hum. Forget French. Um. <laughs> well, do you know any French words? I took French in high school. It was ding extra letters that you don't say. What? It's <laughs> just silly. I actually can speak a little bit still if I'm in around people who, who are speaking it you know what I mean but like you recognize somebody had to go to the bathroom is what you're saying yeah <laughs> I actually I actually gave directions to a couple in France I was in France and they were from Spain wait or I was in Spain and, and they were from France yeah, I was like, and and I gave them directions <laughs> in French how to how you to get to wherever they were trying up. to go. So, uh, did they get there? I don't know about that, but I <laughs> am pretty sure I gave I said it right. Pretty yeah. pretty sure. Let's call him up. Like, yeah, he's pointed vaguely in a direction and said, "We Chris now Arnold. live in a small village in France." <laughs> baguette. We could not find our way out. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't work, man. But I had to learn. I had to learn. You know, I had to be able to read French. I had to take a class in reading French for for um, research and German. So, in in working on PhD, but yeah, Yeah, well, you never got that, so it doesn't count. It doesn't (laughs) count. Nothing I did matters. Like you never took that class. You got to roll that all back. Give (laughs) that education back. It's not useful at all. (laughs) Yeah, those student loans ain't paid up. Then you're You're not allowed to use any of that knowledge. Turns out. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first episode of Deranged Pingle Podcast, Volume Ever. 2, Bundle 3. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so, you know, same kind of way. You can contact us at podcast at derangedpenguin.com. That's penguin with a W, P-E-N-G-W-I-N, derangedpenguin.com. Uh, is there Should we put an X at the end of our... <laughs> Penguin, like a, like a silent X, like Latin X. That's that's. Don't give me sir. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's next week. Uh, I, I was, uh, yeah. That's. Anything else we want to say? You want to nope. recommend? I that recommended Lupin. Oh gosh, I, I recommend, want to recommend my band. My band. Organized. All right. Green. Yeah. Again. What's what's organized about it? You gotta try to be clever. It's like, grime. We're, we're like grimy, but we're like organized because I wear glasses and I remember to show up for gigs. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> it, man. I like that. Precisely. I feel you. <laughs> it just is cool and a pun. Yeah. But I could I could attach meaning to our music if you want me to, but I'm not. Uh, gonna. Don't do that. No. <laughs> Don't threaten us. Yeah. I mean, well, we expect a live performance on the show one day. Gina, mm-hmm. what do you want to recommend to the people? I recommend you read a Harlan Copen book. Lupin. Let me know what you think. Lupin. Did you know, like, what was it? Uh, what's the guy? <laughs> Lupin. The, the character, he interacted with, with Sherlock Holmes or something? With Harlan Copen? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the writer of Lupin. I'm just going to keep saying that. Right, the writer oh, interacted with now. Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> All right, I, I just I'll shut it. Out. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. We are bad songwriting.
One day, I was smoking strange When I met a penguin, goddamn it, he was deranged We were talking soccer, then it all fucking changed I saw him press recording, uploaded to his page On that deranged